Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all them wrestling fans listen to. That's right, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wait, you said fans. Yeah, fan. Well, I mean, well, if you're a wrestler, fans now. you're also a fan yeah. of wrestling, to yeah. be a wrestler. Of course. And he, I mean, Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in forever, so I'm sure he's still watching it. And listening to us. And he, listening to us, exactly. He has a podcast about it. Yeah. About us? About oh, us. Thanks, yes. Stone so Cold nice Steve Austin. That is very nice of him. Yeah. He's awesome. I'm not going to listen to it, though. Dang, <laughs> while well, we just lost Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold, we've... <laughs> He's really into scones now. Yeah, he, he opened a, a bakery. That's his entire podcast. That's scones. <laughs> He's gonna macaroon your life. <laughs> if, if, you know what? I think I'm back on board with listening to a scone only podcast <laughs> by Scone Stole. I can't say it. Scone Cold Steve Austin. It's fine. It's fine. He's back in now, Troy. He's back in. Awesome. It's like, well, I'll listen, but only if Troy likes scones. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. So we're all right, Mr. All right. Austin. It's well, going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. And uh, you might have already listened to them a little bit, but uh, we also have some special guests this week. That's right. We have entrepreneur, businesswoman, gamer, amazing artist, seamstress, and all of the above and below, the one, the only, Marlins Marquez. Woo! <laughs> and seated beside her, her husband, an acrobat, <laughs> theater professional, Overwatch, Reinhardt, and Junkrat main, the Woo. one, the only, Zach Marquez. Woo. Woo. Oh, hi. You guys have the same last name. Wait, are you guys married? No. What? <laughs> told you Wait, that. are you brother and sister? Oh, God, we get that too often. I know. <laughs> you guys are married? That's weird, because, like, I'm married. And I'm married. To what? you, Mandy. And then I'm no. married. I thought who all are you gamers... married to, Brian? I mean, I don't know. I'm still trying to find her. <laughs> I thought gamers were all lonely couples. people. Oh, yeah. wait, is this that kind of podcast? It is that kind of podcast. <laughs> oh, God. It's yeah. called The Taste of Dragons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we brand really well. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you for accepting. We appreciate your presence. That's right. Do and you swing? Um, is, is this going to be a swinging thing? Like, this is where I think this is going. You know, it's going to be swinging through guests. Yeah. So, you know. Through games. Oh, through yeah. games. Through games, yeah. through conversations. A, this is not a committed swinging. No, no, not at all. I mean, if we, that's, this is not a monogamous <laughs> swing. <laughs> it's a good game. Um, and you know, that would <laughs> be the best swing. game. Monogamous swing. <laughs> yeah. No, that seems super boring. It's just like one swing and you're not allowed to swing on the other swings. And... Yeah, it's oh. marriage. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> just got an insight into our life. That's <laughs> <laughs> its ups and downs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They get moved forward, and then nope, nope, it's time to go backwards. And you're always trying to jump off. Yeah. <laughs> Just to land on your face. Do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> and it costs a lot of money in hospital bills. Wait, what's your marriage like? <laughs> now you know how our marriage is like. <laughs> no, I don't have a one will yet. Yeah. <laughs> when I do. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we're going to try out a little bit of a new format. We're going to have some guests on each week, uh, switch it up a little bit. Also have some recurring guests as well, hopefully. So, yeah. Have a couple rotating seats. Yeah, a couple. A couple of them. Thank you all for... uh, For kicking this off for us, yeah, we're, we're treading it. new territory here for Taste of Dragons. New yeah. branding, new mascot. You know, we'll talk about that later. But like, 
Uh, so thank you all for coming on and uh, helping us with this new era of tasting. That's right. Hey, that's close. That's close. <laughs> <Still gross. laughs> you know, we're, we're scones on the brain. Scones are always on the brain now. Damn it, Steve Austin. He's got you. Yeah. Got you. yeah that's uh, let's kick this off. Let's let's start with what we've been playing this week. You know, what are you playing? Yeah, that's our bit. You know, to start us off, Troy, ease them into this. So, so what have you been playing this week? Oh my goodness, I am so excited to tell you all about this game that um, I found through the the the, the Twitterverse uh, this week. Um, so, it is called, and this is the official title of it: okay. <clears throat> "Kind Words, Lo-Fi Chill Beats to Write to." Did you nice. just discover that? It just came out this week. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you tried to get me, Zach. I got you. Um, you got got. <laughs> you got, got. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, kind words, uh, parentheses, lo-fi, chill beats to write to, is probably one of the most beautiful uh, experiences that I've had in gaming for a, a long time. All right. Uh, the way that it sets up, uh, the scene opens on... Uh, I guess you in your bedroom from kind of a top-down view or isometric, you know, catty corner view. And it's a simple bedroom. And you're just there at a desk and you have a pencil. And then a window opens and a deer with a <laughs> with a mailman hat <laughs> pops in and goes, Hey, I'm the uh, mail deer. I hear I'm here to uh, deliver mail. <laughs> and you're all like, okay. Is and your it, character a person or an animal? It's a person. It's a person. Yeah. Is it an anime girl? Uh, no, you're kind of indescript. You're no color of any race, and you're no gender of any discerning type. You're just if, there. If lo-fi were an art style, that's what it would look like. It's just yeah. very chill. Yeah, you look very lo-fi. Um, and the male deer uh, sounds like uh, they're from uh, Animal Crossing, like the way they, they race. Nice. And then, and then the male deer is like, hey, so what's going to happen here is... Is uh, I got some mail, um, some from some people in the world who are struggling with some stuff, you know, whatever it may be, and uh, if you feel up to it, um, you could read these, and if if you'd like to, you can respond, and you know, and and just you know, be kind, you know, no, no, don't be weird, don't be creepy, don't be, you know, don't be bullies, um, but just read what what these people have, and if you have any encouragement for them, go ahead and uh, write it down, and I'll deliver that message to them. Even if you don't know how to, you know, you don't have to solve any problems. If you just want to let them know that, you know, you're thinking of them or, you know, they're, you're, you're, you're out there or you feel the same way. That's fine, too. Whatever, whatever works. And uh, and if you ever feel like you would like to uh, if you're if you're struggling with something or you just need some encouragement, feel free to write and I'll deliver them to people. And it was at that point that I realized that it's real people. This is not just a computer-generated thing, like actual multiplayer <laughs> <laughs> empathy-building writing game. Um, so, so I jumped head on in, and, and the the first one I got, everything's anonymous. So you know they 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 leave the first letter of a fake name that you choose. So it's even it's like double anonymous. <laughs> um, and right from the bat, like the first thing I got, you dealt with the idea of just someone not feeling like they have their own space ever, you know, just mm -hmm. not feeling like they have a place of their own in themselves personally. Yeah. And then just being able to like read that and then just respond genuinely of just like, 
like, you know, I, I, I can't fix your problem, but I want to know that I want you to know that I'm, I'm rooting for you, you know, and that's all I can do. And, you know, and just send that out to them was so simple and yet, and yet beautiful and powerful. And then the more you go, the more you start, um, seeing just, you know, what, what people are struggling with and you start finding things that you relate with, you know, one about heartbreak. I mean, everyone's been heartbroken at some point, you know? So it's like, what, what did you do if, when you were heartbroken? It's like, I, I, you know, I hope I hear you. I hope you, you know, are able to get, you know, through this. And, you know, for me, you know, music helped, you know, and I, I hope it can help you. I can't tell you which kind of music, but whatever, yeah. whatever works. <laughs> so it, it's, it's interesting how it draws resources from your own personal life in order to help people. And, um, if they read the message and it, it they, they, um, related to it or it spoke to them, then they could, um, simply say thanks, you know, by just uh. pressing a button, by sending a sticker. And these stickers are just like a, a little, a little cat with like, I don't know, was it like feather wings or like a, a mug with like a silly face on it? <laughs> or I think there was a, that makes um, sense. Yeah, like a pair of pliers that was also a fish. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They're just like really silly little things that you can then put into your room. So your room starts filling out to decorate it. Mm -hmm. The more, the kinder you are, the more full your empty room becomes because your empty room is really just your heart, you know, just fill it up. I I do like that aspect of it because I wasn't sure like, oh, well, not that, what do you get out of it? But one of those like, oh, I wonder if they saw it type of things. And I think that it's like, I I like the, the force feedback, like, oh yeah, I did see it and thank you. Or, you know, this is what Mm -hmm. I thought of it. That sounds like the Facebook comment section of a supportive group. Except... You, there's no, there's no like recommenting. They Mm. write one request, you respond. That's the end of the typing. If they want to say thank you, it's with a sticker. Yeah, and just you just know that means thanks. Mm -hmm. And then that's Um, it. And then that's it. You can't continue. Yeah, it's it's not pen pal the game. It's (laughs) like be kind. There's no follow up. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, And then while you're doing this, they're pumping you with that lo-fi chill vibes, Uh (laughs) just like that one uh, like YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. This entire time, that's what I've been imagining. You're just in that girl's room. But yeah. you're that girl oh, it, it's like out. nine yes. hours long. Yeah, but, yeah. But, absolutely that. Yeah. And, they're, yeah. and they're definitely in parentheses. Just do that <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Uh, at one point, as I was you know doing more and more, the male deer popped his head back in and was like, uh, "Hey, so I'm just one. I'm, I know this is a little bit uh, unprofessional of me, but I've been working on a mixtape that I would like you <laughs> to listen to." Uh, so like here, and then he adds more songs to your lo-fi. Oh. <laughs> and then every day that you come in, he'll be like, "Hey, so uh, I found a new uh, a new beat." You know, tell me, tell me what you think. I, I personally think you should just, just you should just leave it on forever. But that's just me. <laughs> what if all the letters just come from the deer? Oh. Oh. Well, then, all right, cool. I'm glad I'm helping that deer. They're, they're definitely real people. Well, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Just what if what if peppered in every once in a while, like you know. I'm really struggling with this mixtape. Have you heard it? <laughs> that would be great, actually. Like yeah. I would love that. You know, You're I, just helping this deer. Oh, my goodness. I do like that it's a deer, because what do you start letters with? Oh, uh, oh my goodness. Oh, you just... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Troy's mind just exploded. So, so I jumped into the other end of it, which uh-huh. is the... Uh, let me put something that I'm a little vulnerable out there. And I, I generally, it was a comment just about self-worth, because, you know, we all get hit with, you know, self-worth. Of course. It's... So I put something in there of that because I wanted to just (laughs) put myself out there to see what it's like. And the responses are are so real and genuine and unassuming and just, yeah, kind. They're not, no one's trying to be like, you should do this and you should do that. And here's how you fix it. They're just like, 
hell yeah, I hear you. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that you have a good perspective on it. And you know, know that you know one day you'll you'll it'll get better. And until then, I'm thinking about you. Like oh, it just nice. gives you a sense of acknowledgement and validation. Yeah, and that's really mo- yeah. what most people I think want and need. As opposed to like the Facebook comment section, um, this is a lot of effort. Like there, it's everyone's already on there. You can be a mean jerk if you want to be. It happens a lot. But here, this is like a huge effort to get into the game, to be playing it, to go. I think at that point, if you're just there to be mean, you're you lost interest already. This is too much effort for you. Yeah, you're yeah, not you going to get validated. Pay by to it. be mean to people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's five bucks. Oh, and wow. it comes nice. with the soundtrack. Oh, that's awesome. So. It's cheaper than therapy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not professional therapy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do, when you're writing your letter, they have a, a literal it. hot, like a, a, a link directly under the letter you're writing that is like, for professional help, click this. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. it is It is there. <laughs> and I'm glad that you that's actually it. wrote something as well, because I was yeah. wondering how many letters somebody would get back. You know, if this just goes to one person or if this mm-hmm. does this oh, go to multiple people, true. you know, mm. every time I log in, there's about three new letters. Oh, that's awesome. But like if it's a truly a one to one ratio, mm-hmm. like only one person will ever read it or the question of does it go to multiple? Yeah. yeah. And then Troy says that he gets multiple. And yeah. You, you've only written one, though, right? Yeah. OK. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. it goes to multiple people. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's yeah. A great game. Get out there. Do some positive stuff in gaming. Be kind. It's, it's refreshing. To have a video game that's not uh, fighting and killing. Yeah. But I mean, I enjoy those. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's refreshing every once in a while. Even that's usually what the things you like least about that game. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. What you don't know is the final boss is the deer. Yeah. <laughs> no. The final gift I get is just a sword. <laughs> They're like, you know what to do. <laughs> In single combat. I, I heard you didn't like my mixtape. Mm. Squat up. <laughs> it grows wings. Yeah. <laughs> And then all those stickers come to help you. But you just hand him a letter and then he's like, oh, you're right. (laughs) You're right. This is what I needed all along. (laughs) Thanks for that diplomacy, sir. (laughs) All right. Well, nice game there, Troy. Um, How about you, Joe? What did you play this week? I finished off Creature in the Well this week. It was fantastic. Like really hard and really annoying and fantastic. <laughs> I got really lucky. There's a there's points in the game. Like I was explaining it last week. The thing with the eyeballs and the giant hand and it comes out and it grabs you and you, you're you're the paddle of a pinball game, basically. Yeah. You're collecting energy and then destroying little discs in the game. And you have the very last two levels of the game. Everything is timed, so you can no longer just hold on to the little ball and then decide when you're going to make sure you're aiming right. It bounces off this thing to ricochet off that thing to ricochet off another thing to bounce into a thing. No, it's like, you've got three seconds. Do it right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. And if you don't do that, the other things don't pop up right. So you hit one. You're like, yeah, I did that in three seconds. And then you watch the little electricity thing travel its little way around the room, and the little thing pops off the ground. It's like, guess what? You got another three seconds, sucker. (laughs) It's, it's, it was, I thought the game would be very, very easy, and it was until the last like level and a half and then it became just i got really lucky was it was it worth the sandwiches still absolutely it is like a 10 sandwich game oh my god it was Everything four sandwiches last that week. game is yeah. a 10 sandwich game it was amazing like, six more sandwiches and it's cute and everybody in the town of which there's only one person you still didn't get to meet everyone in that town seems to be really happy and when you walk by they still don't let you in their house but they're like that robot was nice <laughs> <laughs> they're like that's nice that little word bubble's not it, it, the word bubbles before said things like don't make a sound it won't come in here you know? <laughs> and now the word bubbles is like they saved us we have electricity you brought that town back to having normal environment it's beautiful nice the sky was blue yeah. it was lovely and it's still cute so i went back and played some more just to see if it changes 
it opened a few places up in the town that are just like weird levels to try and do i can't do it yet i'll figure it out sooner or later <laughs> it was so. pretty interesting because you you tried beating that game for like three or four nights it was the same level and it was the same oh. level and i'm just you know playing my game next to her and she's just like oh come on <laughs> so many curse words yeah there's so a lot of curse many words. curse words <laughs> that switch is lucky to be alive right now it's lucky it was the new one <laughs> the old one might have been destroyed by creature in the well <laughs> the game's unfair like straight up unfair but i only it, i only beat it because i got lucky but it's still 10 sandwiches worth though totally. which is pretty awesome <laughs> still 10 sandwiches <laughs> i'd buy it again for whatever i think about it for like 59 cents i'd buy it again happily for <laughs> 9.99 or whatever it actually was oh yeah oh yeah yeah nice. everyone should buy this game it's phenomenal uh, and really because you bought it with gold coins it was like yes. 50 cents or something exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> you either use them or lose them and i was like well, i'm not losing any more of these <laughs> take my money creature of the well you're adorable use them it is <laughs> and i thought it was a game i could play right then and there and it it took me about a three weeks or two weeks to get to play it, but it was great. Totally mm-hmm. worth it. Worth the wait. Give it a roll. Nice. Creature in the well. He's evil, but he's not. You, you put him in creature jail. <gasps> it's messed up. Oh. That creature lived in the well at the bottom of a mountain. And it's like, please don't build this thing in here. You're a bad guy. Oh, oh you saved this town. You gave it back in its environment, but you're a bad guy to that creature. That creature oh. just wants to live its life in the well, in the mountain, not with you building electricity and making it so it can't go into all the places in the mountain anymore. Your capitalism. Oh, <laughs> boom. But it's still great. Ten sandwiches. It's worth it. Capitalism. Ten sandwiches. Ten sandwiches. <laughs> I'm going to make that ten sandwiches make be, be 20 sandwiches next week. <laughs> that is capitalism right there. I mean, it just keeps going 40 up. sandwiches to do that. That's what though. I'm here for. And then, and then you're, you're going to hit a recession and those sandwiches. <laughs> oh, and then no your sandwiches, sandwiches are going to be like two then sandwiches. I'm, then I'm going to sell bonds for more sandwiches. Ooh. <laughs> later in life. They'll Finger. be worth that many sandwiches later. Use the profits to buy back the sandwiches. So boom. I, Trade in the futures sandwiches market. Create a sandwich market yeah. to go along with my turnip market in Animal Crossing. I feel like this is how bologna was invented. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, you know I, I agree with that. Hey, AJ, bologna. can you go ahead and fact check the creation of bologna for us? Thanks, man. My mom used to make me the most amazing roast beef sandwiches from an Italian household. So you always went to, to school with like the most amazing lunch. And I would trade that lunch to the kids with bologna sandwiches. <laughs> My mom was the rune mom for like a week. And she watched that happen. And she was very mad. Oh, <laughs> oh no. She was very, very, very mad. She would make me these really cool looking awesome big things. And I'd be like, which one of you has a bologna sandwich that would like to trade with me? And they would. I didn't know why. I was like, sucker, I got a bologna sandwich. I got this gourmet Italian made sandwich. My mom poured her love into that. And, <laughs> and that was given to many a child so that I could love bologna sandwiches, <laughs> which I still do to this day. Gross. She makes I me have... lunch tomorrow. I'm bringing it to work and finding someone to trade with. <laughs> I have never had bologna. Oh, it's great. It's the best. It's like no. a hot dog. It's like a flat hot dog. But hey. see, I've never been a cold cuts person. So that's fair. Yeah. It's like, what if a hot dog was a pancake? Ugh. I think yeah. it broke my brain. It's pretty gross. I don't know what I would do without like cold cut sandwiches. I just I love them. I could just eat an entire can- container of bologna. I could yeah. just sit on the floor in front of the fridge and I eat an entire it. container of bologna. So in the past great year, later. I've tried more cold cuts. But so never bologna. Bologna doesn't. No, I would. I don't think I'd ever even seek out bologna. Stone Cold has his scones podcast, and now we have our bologna podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's bologna. Yeah. Ah. Yes. <laughs> well, nice game there, uh, Joe. Uh, I'll go next. I played this week uh, Control Still. Ooh. Yeah, I'm 
I'm really far into it now. I'm like starting to figure out, or not figure out, but find out more about my backstory, what yeah. what happened when I was a child. Yeah, uh, it was pretty great. I was able to play it a little bit later on into the night. It's still, you know, existential dread the game, but it's. <laughs> Have it's you still two great. played or seen uh, Control? Mm-mm. Any sort? I've been dodging it till now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do a lot of dodging in that game. You do. I mean, if you play it correctly, I don't. <laughs> Brian, Brian, tell them about the refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> Tell them about the refrigerator. It's the best part. Was the refrigerator? The guy watching the refrigerator who can't blink. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, spoilers. So, so, spoilers. Yeah, a little bit of spoilers. I've spoiled nothing. I don't even know what game you guys are talking about. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so, worry about it. So yeah, control is pretty much this this game where you kind of have Jedi powers like yeah. force uh-huh. push and all that, uh-huh. but you don't really know, uh, I guess, why uh, why those powers are being and it, given and to you spooky. in this role. Yes. And oh, you're kind spooky. of in this spooky. this ever changing building that is always shifting and kind of has this life of its own. It has different dimensions and uh-huh. realities in it and. And it pretty much is a way of like explaining any supernatural thing that happened in real life is really like part of this secret uh, government organization. Government organization uh-huh. that has been studying and trying to figure out why these things happen. Yeah. Um, and, and this building now has a virus in it and it's, it's on the verge of collapse. And your character has come in and some for some reason that she doesn't quite know yet is able to like cleanse this virus little bit by little bit. And, and so you're a, going through the building doing so. And there's a fridge. Oh uh, yeah. So, so yeah, it's yeah, great. One, yeah, yeah. One of one of the side missions is uh, so you're like you're like running through. This is a little bit past half the game. So you're like you're going through and and then uh, there's a whole bunch of objects that that have powers or that have something something weird with them. And so so you're going through all these. So you're just walking in front of all of them. And then as you're running through it, you hear some dude going, "Hey, is it is there somebody there?" And so you, you go over to him and you look, and it's just a dude inside of a room. On a chair, staring at a at a refrigerator. These objects are insanely powerful, and yeah. it's like a stapler that can like murder an entire room, or it's like a a, a gift basket that can alter uh, uh, gravity. Like okay. they just have these things, that but they all out. can be contained in different s- ways and with rituals. Yeah, some of them, uh-huh. if you just keep turning the line a light off and on, it'll like keep it from wigging out. So okay. this refrigerator, whose powers uh, they allude to in some forms, it is devastating. Yeah. For some reason, it won't act up as long as somebody's looking at it. <laughs> and, and, and so basically, they're like uh, they're like angels from Doctor Who. So <laughs> so you so you can't you can't even blink. So so as you're so you run by the, past this dude, and he's just like, "Hey, is there somebody there?" So you like you go up to the speaker, and like, "So what are you doing here, man?" He explains. He's like, "I I can't look away," and I was. <laughs> So, so the entire building's in lockdown, and everybody's because uh-huh. of, of the virus and everything. Uh-huh. So he's like, "So the guy who was supposed to relieve me hasn't been here. <laughs> what's going on? What's, what's going on? I can't look away. Um, I don't know how much longer I can hold on." And so, like, you're in middle of a mission, and like, even your quest text says, "Well, after you complete this mission, come back to him and and, and help him." So, like, you come back to him, like, "All right, well, let me let me see what I can do for you, my man." He's like, "Please do." So, like, you, so you go over to like his boss, and you're like, "Hey, I need the I need the key in order to get inside and help him." So the boss, he's like, "Oh my god, I forgot about Steve." <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's like, "He's like, he's been in there for over a day, which oh. means he hasn't blinked in over a day." I like to think that maybe, perhaps, 
this was the one normal refrigerator in the entire game. You'll find out that it's not. Uh, so, so he's like, "Oh my god!" Well, I don't have anybody to to relieve him, and you're like, "All right, well, I'm you know I'm I'm a director, you know I I can cleanse this, so just give me the key and I'll go in and I'll help him." And he's just like, oh, well, "All right, man." So like he gives you the key. So trusting of a stranger. Well, you're the director, so okay. you're like kind of in charge. You're his boss. You're his boss now. So. He, he gives you the key, and then you go back up to him. So he's just like, oh, okay, I really don't know how much longer I can do with this. And he just, he's like, do you have the key? Do you, do you, can you get in here? And you're like, yeah, I can, I can get in here. So like, you hear the, so you open up the door, and you walk in, and he goes, oh, thank God. And then he goes, ah, because he, he was so he happy away. that you were there, that he looked away because he was Aww. looking for you. And then like the, the lights kind of like uh, go off and on, then they come back up. The door's open, the refrigerator's there, and there's just a smear <gasps> and a chair Aww, next to him. Steve. And so you're just like, oh. But then like you, you're looking at it, but there's some other things in the room. So, but if you look away from the refrigerator, it starts hurting you. Like you start losing health and you're like, <laughs> oh, oh no. I have to look at this now. So you run into the room and you go to cleanse it. And, and then you have to, there's like a boss fight or whatever. And uh-huh. then you cleanse it. But yeah, it, it just a smear. <laughs> it felt so bad. It's like. Oh, you lasted like a, over a day, <laughs> not blinking. No and then because of me, you were so excited you looked away. <laughs> Sounds like an SCP facility or something. Just got to make sure you clean your fridge often. That's right. <laughs> Don't blink. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's great. Uh, I, I'm I'm loving playing it. It's I was playing in front of some, uh, in front of my friend John, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not really interested in this game." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool," because I was towards the end of it, and I was like, "All right, I didn't want to spoil anything for you in case you wanted to play." He's like, "Yeah, no, no, no you're cool." So I started playing in front of me. He's like, "So, do you have this digitally?" Or, uh, <laughs> I was like, "No, I have it physically. After I'm done, I'll, bar- I'll let you borrow." I was like, "All, all right," because this looks amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's awesome. I'm loving the game. I'm loving. It. How how far are you, are you into it? Are I'm you Troy? just at that point? But without- oh, you are. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I'll look forward to playing through it now. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, when you go in the room, you can see if you can look at the fridge and keep Steve from dying. Yeah. yeah. That's you'll my know. mission. Yeah. It's it's awesome. great if this is how you find out it's different for everybody. Yeah. Right. That would be very interesting. That would be very. Yeah. You know, it's it's always shifting. You never know. Like you uh, did something faster than Brian, and now <laughs> you save Steve. I'm in control. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't, just tell Brian, no, I saved Steve. I don't know what you yeah, did. Just, <laughs> yeah, you're a jerk. You yeah. suck at video games. We're, we're getting barbecue next Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't know what He's you did. He's a really cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Control. Still play. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then Manda, what did you play? I'm very excited about my game this week Ooh. because um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm, I'm really into like, um, well, I guess at the time they were like B video games, like like not the, the main AAA video game. What? But like, kind you? of like a, <laughs> Never. Kind of like a side what, video game. What, what, cat, what, what do you classify as a B video game? I guess I, just like things you wouldn't see at E3 that are still available and out and cool. And I'm very excited because one of the studios that I follow uh, uh, released a game that actually came out to E3. Is um, I'm a big fan of the Spiders, uh, mm-hmm. and they they announced Greedfall, and I picked it up this week, and it's uh, and it's kind of amazing. Uh, Greedfall is a 17th century French uh, fantasy RPG game. Um, so you have like this like a 
like remember the best Assassin's Creed? Like those those really good ones with like capes. Oh, kind of yeah. have like stylistically, you look like that's, you that's what distinguishes Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. There's a cape, no when cape, lost them, no, get out. It's like the kind of like I, I would say Ezio, but that's Italian and this is more French than Italian. But um, if you don't but, know the difference, the it looks French kind one. of like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not the French Assassin's Creed, though. But the, the games, <laughs> no, I don't remember the French one. Who is the French It's one? the Revolution. Yeah. yeah. No, but this is before the French Revolution, okay. so not that one. Okay. Um, More Victorian era? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's after. No, that's after. I don't know. History. 17th century. <laughs> Me know. and Amanda spent so much time the other day distinguishing the Regency era, the Victorian era, the Edwardian era. I hid in the garage. It's <laughs> <laughs> a smart move, Zach. <laughs> the garage era. Um, I already knew. So. <laughs> <laughs> but what the game is super cool is um, it's very reminiscent of like old Bioware games. Like it feels like mm. a like a Mass Effect two or like a like a Dragon Age, which is a, a very high bar for me because those are kind of my favorite types of games. Um, they have really interesting characters. Um, they have this really interesting like dynamic political intrigue mm-hmm. where um, there's a bunch of different factions in the game, and, and like most games, you can do different quests with different factions. But um, they have really gone out of their way to make no one good or evil. Um, and sometimes they'll pit two people against the, each other and neither of them are wrong. Uh-huh. So you just have to like, and sometimes if you maneuver it correctly, you can keep both sides happy. You might have to lie to somebody, but, um, <laughs> but, it, but it's That's really, politics. <laughs> but, but it's interesting. It's like, I can do just choose to do this quickly or I can maybe uh, take a little more time and then talk to this other person or they reward you for having listened to previous conversations. Like, oh, I remember what he said. So now, and, and I guess this kind of sounds very like standard video game, but they do it, they do it very, really, really well. Nice. Um, they have beautiful scenes, beautiful costumes, and probably the most impressive thing about this is, like I said, it feels like an old school Bioware game, is Spider, the studio of Spiders has um, 30 to 50 people worked on this game. Okay. Like that, uh, if I compare that to Bioware, Bioware right now has 800 employees, and I would say that this game was better than both Andromeda and Anthem. Wow. So considering that they have such a smaller staff, uh, I would say that's a really, really, really high bar. Yeah, that, um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, quick side note, I, somebody explained this game in the comments what I thought was great. It's uh, They called it Dragon Age Literal Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, they may be playing differently than I am. Yeah. I'm being very nice to the natives, but I'm assuming if you weren't, that you could be a literal Inquisition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I just like that, just the way they've said. It. I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> What's the uh, like combat like? Are you just like fighting fools or magicking fools or? You're talking them down. I was under the impression that down. up until this moment that there was no fighting. Oh, there, there's definitely combat. Like it's 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 very very reminiscent of like a like a Mass Effect. Is you have the the scenes, then you go out and you you know like move between zones. So no, it's not. It's not turn based. You um you have the classic fighter, mage, thief class. Oh, but okay. I think they call the thief like a technological person. But I mean, it's it's just a thief. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you do have spell casting and swords and um, stabby stabby and that kind of thing. Um, but That's what's interesting fun. is it's all of the combat is live. But if you hit L1, everything pauses, Ooh. and then you can choose to do actions. So you have, like, you can set up traps, or you can use potions. So sometimes you'll be fighting something, and then you'll back up, and then you can pause for a second and, like, plan your next few it. things. So you can do a combination of both. Um, the game is really block-heavy, which I'm not 
good at, so I uh, bumped the difficulty down. Mm -hmm. But I can see where <laughs> if you weren't playing on the I just I'm just here for the story mode, uh, where you would have to like craft certain um, traps to use against certain enemy oh. types, and you and know, it, um, yeah. are you fighting people or uh, some like? Uh, is it I like monsters? Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you fighting? Yeah, it's a combination of things. So you have some of the people that li live in the land, some people from the different factions, some of the natives, and then they have this this like really beautiful creature design. Um, and I, I, they're very difficult to describe because they're like a mixture between animals and plants. Um, and if you are interested, I would I would highly recommend just googling okay. Greedfall because gotcha. the it's it's very very unique. It's That's not awesome. like other games. The, the trailer that I saw of it, it looked like a very unique game. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. visually like speaking. Other games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to play it, but I, there's just a lot of games. <laughs> there's I, so many games. It will still be good in yeah. December when there's less games. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good game there, Amanda. And now that brings us to our guests. Ooh. Ooh. With the meat and potatoes of this That's week. That's right. Marla and Zach, what did you guys play this week? Um, I mean, I played something different altogether, which is Mario Maker. Ooh. Um, I don't get talked about it on this show before. Not. How is Mario Maker these yeah. days? Yeah, uh, worth the sixty bucks, and I didn't think it was going to be. Nice. Uh, <laughs> the level of ingenuity that people put into some of the levels they have made and designed are like you. You've played a hundred Mario games at this point. You don't expect the surprises of I didn't know you could use those game mechanics in that way, or the fact that people are just composing songs somebody made a a walkthrough right. playthrough calculator <laughs> <laughs> like a literal calculator you pick a number you pick another number you do minus or plus yeah and, and at it, first it sounds like yeah. it could be boring but i bet that's actually super fascinating i've, so just watch it, it work. i've done it like four times to try to figure out exactly where they change different things and how the yeah. tracks go and it's so com com like convolutedly complex yeah, yeah i yeah. can't wrap my head around it that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the most exciting things of this era is like really well-made, user-generated content. <laughs> Have oh, you yeah. made your own levels yet? No. <laughs> Do you want to? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I, I would have wanted to until I saw what other people have done, and it's just astounding. I was like, I don't think I have that level of attention span for anything i don't know <laughs> i would love to play one of your levels Aww, it'd be it could be it doesn't have to be hard it could just be you yeah <laughs> just like run right and then hit jump you're done <laughs> <laughs> like someone recreated they did like indiana jones the level or whatever but it's just recreated like specific scenes from that sort of kind of like but uh -huh. in mark like as much like, as they could have you could see what they're going for yeah mm. they yeah. <laughs> there's a, a one where you're it's a cinema and you like you walk through and you're watching like a, a full you watch a movie. movie oh it's so yeah it's so and they tell a little story with because you know how mario has the the green shoe yeah, yeah. there's another one that's like a high heel and so they'll have they had two goombas like one in the green shoe and one in the high heel and it's their love story but then Aww. comes like a bullet bill and it kills the one ah! in the high heel and so then the other oh, one yeah. is like going on a revenge mission until he gets the high heel goomba at the yeah. end and it's like you walk into the theater you go get your ticket you go pick your movie and you get a ticket from from like the monty mole that's behind a block yeah, okay. <laughs> 
when in any, any Mario game were you ever sitting there like, I bet you I could make a, a like a pseudo movie theater out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's also some other levels in there where you don't have to do anything. And it oh, does I love like some, tons of those. It's just, those are my it's, favorite. They're called Automars. Yeah, they're, yeah, Automars, where oh you literally, God. you just drop, you just let the controller go and you just let it do its thing. And it does some like amazing things. Or you just run. Or you just run. But there's some of them where you literally just put the controller down and then it just does amazing tricks because it uses like, you know, uh, trampolines and and other things. Those are the most complex levels. I can't I can't fathom how, how someone long it could, took. Yeah. Someone could take the time just to plan the whole thing out. Mm-hmm. But they're my favorite. Yeah, they're yeah. calming for some reason. Yeah, yeah a lot free. of them advertise it too. They're like like oh, you tired from work? Come relax by just running forward and then doing amazing stunts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it makes you feel accomplished. For doing it does. Nothing. It really does. Now, did they start some Mario Maker uh, competitions awards so that people that are really great content creators can like kind of, I guess. Oh, I'm positive each other. Yeah. we're seeing this in like the next decade we're gonna see levels using the game mechanics that they've like invented basically yeah they they um you can give um you can like do like if you like a level you can give it like a, I like this like yeah. a, like mm-hmm. a thumbs up and then people get points on that so mm-hmm. every single week there's a there's a leaderboard with okay. people who get the most amount of those and then they get like special outfits cool and, and other things inside the game that you can only get if you're the number one of the week the, you know. the most infuriating thing is seeing the super difficult levels because you know in oh, order yeah. to publish your level you have to be able to beat it mm-hmm. yeah and you're like there's no possible way and you look there's like forty five thousand people have tried it <laughs> one person did it or something ridiculous yeah. <laughs> yep yep yeah. and then and if, and if you have a checkpoint in there you have to do it without using the checkpoint as well you have oh, to be able to yeah. do it in one go so, Yikes. yeah it's pretty rough yeah or if somebody beat a level in uh, a specific time and then they get they get their pictures next to the level because they're the fastest time on it. Yep. And you missed it by like one tenth of a second. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, do I do it again? <laughs> I know. I think I know what they did different. Yeah. So I was playing that, but also uh, watching another game being played a oh, lot. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder what that what game was. That. Yeah. <laughs> so Marlent, what was that? Um, I've been playing Borderlands Three. Ooh. What? That's and the new release. <gasps> yes, third it is. One. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm I'm not super far into it. Um, I think when I looked at where I was percentage wise, I think it was like twelve percent. But I I have to check every inch of the map. I have to ex- inspect everything. And I learned that in this Borderlands, the um, they kind of knew that <laughs> because I refuse to continue the story until there's no more gray on the map. It has to all be filled out. Uh-huh. And I now I'm only on technically the second third world mm-hmm. and i would go and i would look at my map and say okay everything's like what is that weird corner <laughs> what is that room that i haven't gone into and i would go explore it and when you get there it's a weird hokey mini boss like <laughs> the first one it was a uh, it was one of the tinks and he just has a crown on and he's just like king tink and he's just in what's, a in a sewer what's a tink a tink is like a mutated tiny person okay yeah and he just has a crown and he's living in a sewer and like zero comes on a lot of the old borderlands 2 characters are in this one and he's just like kill him <laughs> <laughs> what game do you think you're in it's a borderlands and then the second one i ran into it's a psycho but wearing a handsome jack mask and it's she's called handsome jackie <laughs> and so I, I just today uh beat her earlier and you become friends with her 
No, I killed her. Oh. I took her stuff. Do you send right her a letter? <laughs> no, I didn't send her. I didn't try that. I should really try that. Wait, so Borderlands isn't this lovely kind of just you're out there in the desert trying to make friends, trading your goods with no. each other? No. Well, you're, it's not you're, the game for you. You're trying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very unsuccessful. It's just, yeah. Um, what but, happens? So I I really like the, the whole story of this uh next chapter in Borderlands. This mm-hmm. one is cult-themed. So there are these twins. They're Tyreen and Troy. Mm-hmm. And Tyreen is a siren, and she has like the ability to like suck someone's life out of them or even take another siren's powers. And... And Troy's a podcaster. They're both. They're both like <laughs> social streamers. Uh, so streamers. Yeah. They're, they're, oh, their whole it's thing. So great. And it's oh. so funny. I really love like their catchphrase: the like, subscribe, obey. Uh, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. But I that, I that that goes right into your uh, your Twitch thing that we talked about last week of integrating the Twitch uh, reward system. If they're actually streamers, you're literally yeah. Yeah. part of the fiction. That's, That's exactly cool. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I. What I just love about Borderlands, they can give you a very dark world that it's in. Like, oh, all of humanity's on the line for this. You gotta, you really gotta solve this, but in the zaniest, silliest way possible. Yeah. And think that lightheartedness that it adds to it, that humor, is why I really love it. And something in particular with the twins that I love is how. Despite all their silliness, I could be going against one of the other mini bosses and they're like, send all the troops. Oh, send out all of the security. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna have to deal with these guys and I don't really think that much of it. And then there was like one part where like Tyreen like comes over the speaker and she's like, you gotta give them something they want. Okay, whoever kills the Vault Hunter, Vault Hunter uh, gets to stand next to me when we open the Great Vault. And I'm like, oh no, that's gonna send such a horde. And I was more scared of that then, like, people being like, I'm sending armies your way. Yeah. <laughs> you get to stand next to me. Oh, yeah. no, I'm like, in oh, trouble. No. Oh, gosh. Never, they really want that. Never doubt the power of likes. Exactly. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm playing as a siren in this one, and I was very tossed up as to what character I was going to play. Um, they have a really good lineup of characters for this one. I feel like in, in Borderlands 2, I knew for sure who I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And this one, I was very torn and decided to go with the siren. I played a little bit with my little brother um, and he was the beast master. And I was watching him play. And I was like, I kind of wish I picked the beast master. <laughs> <laughs> but I still was like, you know, I'm going to stick it out with the siren. Um, so I'm sticking it out with her. I do like her a lot. Uh, there's, there, the odd thing with this game is I remember in Borderlands 2, you, you had to hold on to every dollar and like things cost in reality, like a small amount, and I hadn't even gotten to what in what is sanctuary in this game, and I had like twelve thousand dollars. I was like, I'm gonna be able to buy everything, yeah. and then I got to the cost of the upgrades, and I was like, oh, there goes all the money. Yeah. <laughs> Inflation's gonna get you. It, it, it did. Like, it got me hardcore. Yeah. We were talking about capitalism, the game. Yeah, this is- <laughs> <laughs> that's totally oh, what yeah, this that's, one is. That's the underlying story of Borderlands: is capitalism ruined society. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warring corporations. Would you mind if you could uh, explaining, or uh, as as well as you can, your um, creation, your gun <laughs> management? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I spend a good chunk of the game managing my loot. 
Mm-hmm. And especially because you have a limited space and the loot can get very expensive and you can sell it and then make money and you really you really need the, the, the money. The game is about it. guns. It yeah. is. It is. Getting it's about inventory guns. management. Yeah. And <laughs> it is. You have to manage your inventory. And I I have always played Borderlands the same way in that I need at least one gun in every category of guns. That way if I run out of ammo when I always have a backup. And I'm very picky about what that gun is. And when you compare your guns that you've been carrying around forever, sometimes it looks like it makes sense of what's the better gun and what's not. And I I just couldn't take just the looking at them side by side anymore and not concretely knowing this is definitively the better gun. And they introduce in this game like a instead of just having like this is a level ten gun, they gave it a score and I was like, oh, obviously, if this is a higher score, it should be better. But that wasn't always the case. So at first, I just took out my paper, and I decided <laughs> I was going to make an algorithm of what, <laughs> what, how I could calculate definitively what was the better gun. And I was like, okay, first I needed to determine like what is the damage per piece of ammo versus for the whole magazine and counter in all the time it may take to reload. And I was like, okay, I need to give a standard amount of time. In 10 seconds, which gun would give me the most damage? And I came up with that algorithm and I was like, I need a faster way to do this. So I made a spreadsheet. (laughs) And I made the spreadsheet with an easy plug and play. All I have to do is plug in every um, stat on the gun minus the uh, handling because I, I don't care about the handling percentage and <laughs> I can definitively see side by side the best guns and know which one is junk and which one to keep. This is amazing! <laughs> like what? You've like created yeah. like a, a simulator. <laughs> like, and a I simulator, sent, I sent my spreadsheet to Linny uh, who works at Bethesda oh, and, yeah? and she was like are you doing math to mm. play a game? I was like <laughs> yes and I love it and then she sent it to her friend who's the the brand manager for I think for Borderlands and he wow. was like here's give her this diamond coat <laughs> wow Whoa. And so that was really cool um, and then they're gonna steal your idea make a companion app <laughs> someone should Hope make a that diamond app. coat someone should make a companion because it would be so much easier if you did have like a companion app and all you had to do was like type in the gun name hmm. that would be so much easier you just gotta trust your gut for them guns Oh yeah. No. Really? Just gonna no. go by intuition. No. No, I can't. I can't. I have to know mathematically which is the best gun. And sometimes I keep thinking like I've definitely found like this is definitely better than what I'm carrying. And then I compare it was like, oh no. No, 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 no. My gun is way better. I'm keeping this. And I put yes, I do put what is it? Is it what is the the skin that I told you guys that was uh, putting like on? unicorn oh. butt? <laughs> no, is it, like that? it's uh. like Butt glitter? Butt dazzle. Butt dazzle. All of my guns are butt dazzle skin. Oh, they're bedazzled. They're butt dazzled. Yeah. 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 Because of the butt of the gun. Because they knew that it, it was me playing. Oh. <laughs> nice. They're all, right. all sparkly. So that's that. Voice of Borderlands, though, you're, you're enjoying it? Yeah, I, I had been seeing some... Uh, Borderlands posts about like oh we're working on fixing some things and I was like I haven't encountered anything that's that I feel needs fixing I mean I feel like I we die also really played fast. Fallout seventy six when it came out <laughs> but so we have a pretty it wasn't until today when I went up to a chest 
I opened it, and you know, in Borderlands, everything like kind of like pops out when uh-huh. it's like loot. It popped out, went into the floor, and I could not get it <laughs> because it just submerged itself into the ground. I was like, guess I'll never know if that gun will go in my spreadsheet. <laughs> and I was very sad. Out of five sandwiches, how many sandwiches would you give Borderlands so far? Uh, four sandwiches. Ooh, Ooh tasty. Since I'm, since I'm only so far into it, I don't want to prejudge, but I feel like it could get to five sandwiches. All right. Mm. I like it. Could it get above five sandwiches? <sighs> On a scale of five sandwiches, would oh. you break the scale <laughs> for the sandwiches? Currently, no, because I don't think anything could break my love of Gage in Borderlands 2. Oh, okay. And like just the fact that I'm playing a siren right now is a little disheartening. Yeah. <laughs> Amara's pretty cool. Oh, she is really cool. It's just I really loved Gage and I loved having a robot you could send out, which is when I saw what the yeah. I didn't know the Beastmaster had companion animals. If I had known, I would have been the Beastmaster. Yeah, and you get to start. choose which which animal it is as yeah, well. Yeah. Flack yeah. is was, pretty great. I was already at like pretty. several I was already at like level seven by the time I learned that. I was like, there's no point in redoing everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sticking it out with the siren. Nice. All right. Well, trying something different. You never know. Yep. You never know. You might like that more. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. that's, that's the point of experimentation in playing games. Yeah. So. You just have to play through twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not replay games. Very rarely. I have to look. That game will break five sandwiches if I'm playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that'll be your metric. All right. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, good games this week, guys. Uh, we, talked a, we talked a lot about games yeah. this week. You know, it's a good thing we don't have very much news. News, 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 news. Yeah, way to way to jump in there, Zach. Appreciate that. So yeah, let's get into our news a little bit. One thing. Yeah, like I got like I got like three. They're not very long though. Is it new? Yeah, it's not plural. No. Yeah, we need at least two. Yeah, we need at least two. Yeah, true. Good call, Zach. Thanks. Grammarly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Microsoft announced that uh, Minecraft has more than 112 million people per month that are playing this game. In China? That game's popular? A little bit. (laughs) Breaking news. (laughs) I mean, like, what was it, I guess, is that the the, the largest of any subscribing platform? It's not subscribing. It's just, yeah, just game period. But, like... I think it. I don't know if it's the biggest because I know there's a couple other like Chinese games that have a lot of people playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 112 million people. I mean, I thought Minecraft was was big. Yeah, I, just I mean, didn't. it's on every console. They, yeah, they're gonna period. have to start their own government and have their own <laughs> virtual <laughs> country. <laughs> they probably do inside the game. Yeah, I mean, well, like map scale wise, it's it's set the record and like oh yeah, yeah, seen yeah. Oh, yeah, it's levels. Yeah, so. it's a ridiculous amount of verse. It's worth yeah, it's of essentially land. infinitely. Yes. <laughs> so I've never played Minecraft. Yes. Does Minecraft have a story mode? Um, there is a game that Telltale did that was a story mode of 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 Minecraft, but not and in the actual game. It was called Minecraft. Story mode. <laughs> it actually was. That's great. <laughs> it's also on Netflix. But the See, yeah. I, I need a story mode to play. Yeah, the base game doesn't have a story. No. Then no, thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an actual sandbox. You just but, do whatever yeah. you want to do. There are some enemies. They've they've definitely updated it over time. Yeah. I know about the creepers. I just yeah. I didn't know what was drawing everybody in. Mm-hmm. Like like Mar- it's like Mario Maker, but like infinite like yeah but yeah. you don't have like a, it's not a minecraft mario maker where i can go play somebody else's minecraft no, but people made like their you, own 
own games into the game. I was going to say, you actually can. You can download yeah. other people's games. You just have to do it outside of it. They also oh. have a bunch of mods mm-hmm. and a bunch of different visual effects that you can apply mm-hmm. to like it. Like literally so, infinite. Yeah, it's it's it's, for all it's ridiculous. Purposes. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it surprises me, but it doesn't exactly surprise me how many people are playing it. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, and then we had another uh, Pokemon-related news this week. Surfetched was announced. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> Joe, He's the best. Is, Joe, Joe kind it of likes made, him. It made my choice of which one to play completely easy. Is he only on one? <laughs> He's, He's only, only on sword. Oh, yeah. well, obviously. Oh, that does make it easier. The better Duh. one. <laughs> the Joe, blue one. But Joe. he has a sword and a shield. I don't care. He actually, Sir Fetch is he actually, all that matters. Fun fact, he does not have a sword. sword. It's a shield and a lance, yes. yeah. which I think is really hilarious that he's in sword. It's a, it's a leak lance. <laughs> it's a leak lance. It's very leakful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, and that's like yeah, a, cop out. a sword exclusive. So it's, it's pretty dope. Joe is definitely going to be getting that. <laughs> I lost my bad word when I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, because she was going to play shield. But yeah, I play most games. You with lost shield. your shield. Oh. Yeah. I lost my shield. I, yeah. I did, and I got a sword, and I'm okay with that. I got a lance and a very angry looking yet fetching surfetch. Yeah. <laughs> Troy's still dealing shield though, so we got. Oh a hell yeah, I'm not deterred. We got a shield rep. Shield it up. I want nice. that doggo with the shield mane. Farfetched is my Fair. favorite Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing like yeah. dapper Farfetched with a shield and a lance was like <gasps> very gallant knightly so cute. Yeah. and he's still so angry he's still judging you I really want to make a suit of armor based off of him now yeah. please do I will take lots of pictures of it <laughs> but I will be needing one of you all to trade one of those farfetched with I me I got so. you yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I think you're saying that sword is better okay got you and then uh, <laughs> moving on uh, <laughs> speaking of Pokemon <laughs> Ash won. If there was more yeah. time for news, Brian. No, 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 no time. No time. No time. A- Ash won, proving that you should never give up on your dream. That's right. You too it's can okay be okay to fail. You too can be a ten-year-old when you're t- with 22 years, 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 years of experience and finally get a job at if something you want to do. I, <laughs> I did not know he was still ten. When they were like, "Hey, you know, it's been 22 years and you finally won the cup," I was like, "Ooh, you know, whatever." And, and then I looked at it and I was like, "He's 10? I never thought he was ten. I always thought he was like thirteen or like even canonically." Like, it makes like sense. no 15 by now no, no? Kick, mom kicked him out at 10 he's yeah. done the wow. same tournament the same yearly tournament like what nine times where he is a lot in of it yeah time he got second place like three times in a row he still hasn't aged yeah <laughs> south park nonsense is what this. he can really handle the stress <laughs> what if you have to earn the next year of your life like you oh. have to win before you can be 11 <laughs> that, Sorry, man. that would fix society <laughs> oh then it just wouldn't win i'd stay forever 10 you see i personally just think it takes a really long time to round the sun so this is all still just the same year. It, it actually takes like, uh-huh. you know, 25 years. Days. It takes 25 <laughs> years for one rotation. So, you know, by the time you get to 10, it takes a really long time to get to 10. And then after that, you know. What are they on, Neptune? Like Jeez. like his mom is actually 14 years old. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, but He's yeah. Elf. Congratulations, Ash. Uh, let's, let's see if they count this league. Because uh, <laughs> he's won two other things. They just don't count because they're not actual leagues. Yeah. Don't count. Nope. And the challenge does not also does not count. <laughs> he may not win tournaments, but he wins friends. That's tr- and you know, that's really what matters. Yeah. Yeah. And helped him finally win the tournament. It did. You know, maybe if it counts, we'll find out <laughs> if uh, if he's the main character next uh, season. Because <laughs> if he is, it didn't count. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's it for our news this week. You know, we uh, we got a lot of. A lot of news done. You know, Brian. A lot of games. I was, you know, 
What is, I was what's thinking that? about brunch recently, as I tend to do. I think about brunch sometimes. You know, so, that's fair. So I was thinking about what I'm going to have for brunch tomorrow, obviously. Yeah. And I was thinking maybe some tomato, maybe some mozzarella, you know, maybe a little bit of a, a, a basil or something I could put Ooh, on there. Some but eggs? That does sound I, nice. Yeah, but I feel like I just need a little something else to really finish the meal off. And I'm just not sure... Uh, mimosa would be nice, but that's not quite. Yeah, I, something maybe maybe it's savory. Yeah, Marlon, do you have any suggestions? Do you know what he would what what he could what eat type for brunch? Of, you a know? leek. A leek. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but I don't know how you would describe a leek. Would it be like crispy? Would it be? Would, would it be tasty? tasty? Oh, it would be tasty. <gasps> like a like a tasty topic. Ooh. I'm very hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you should have listened to one of these, Zach. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm barely listening now. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this week's Tasty Topic, Manda, want to bring it to us? Yes. So we had some interesting news, and we had a few different stories. So I'm just going to give you kind of a, an overview of what was going on. Um, but we've had a few different instances of... Um, Streamers being banned from you uh, from uh, Twitch based on sex- sexually explicit content. Uh, one of those streamers, Kuko, was banned for wearing a Chun Li costume. Um, there are f- some few other streamers that were banned for. One of them was banned for wearing gym clothes in the gym. Um, and then wow. uh, several other what? female streamers that were banned or not banned. They well temporary. Yeah, temporary. Yeah, there were between yeah. like ban. three and like ninety days um, based on what they were wearing. Um, and That's and are any. Were all of these female streamers? I can't say that all of the bans that happened between a period of time were all female, but the instances that I was reading about in the articles about sexually explicit content were female, but I can't say. It's safe Mm -hmm. to assume. It's just Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, we can't say it's just them, but it's predominantly Uh female-based. It it also could just be the stories that we are hearing about. Correct. Partially, because one or two of them, there there were other factors that made it kind of a big deal. Uh What they were wearing was not a problem. It was how everything went down uh-huh. with yeah. Twitch. So I think they're just writing a lot of stories and trying to point out that females are getting more attention on this or, or, or girls in general are being like, you know, persecuted in some manner like this. Mm-hmm. They're just not saying anything about the guys that it happens to, apparently. Uh-huh. So, but the, according- I challenge somebody yeah. to bring some examples of the guys that it happened to. The, we'll see. Actually, if it, in the articles, I'm sure that will be brought up. Some of them did. Yeah, they talked about, um, mostly in the articles, they were talking about how the terms of service are really vague. So not only were they um, banned, but then they were like, I didn't realize I was going to be banned for this. And the terms of service say things like, wear things that you would wear to the mall the, the, on the street or at a restaurant, and I'm just saying, living in Florida, that's a that's really a, low a bar. Very elastic yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah. It's a very elastic clause. Um, but uh, they said more. Most of the people who were targeted said that they didn't just think it was the terms of service. They also have something, and I didn't make this up, uh, called the boob police that's going around uh, Twitch right now, which is like a group of people who are on a Discord chat that will decide to target certain people, and then all of them will submit. Like a uh, report. Reports all at the same time. That so, really disturbs me. That, that yep. was, it was just a whole subreddit about it. Yeah. And there's, like, uh, there's a couple like you know words we don't really say that are, you know, make the boob police that actually works really well yes yeah. Yeah. but the, there's a bunch of them actually that one That's of the articles i was reading upsetting. it was so what, what's so the purpose is, is, is yeah. this are the boobs police like vigilantes on the twitch it, world yes. or, That's what they or, see themselves as. Yes. okay okay I, I thought i thought you meant like twitch has their own 
boo boo. Oh, no. And I was like, no. what? It sounds no. like a very specific Reddit subset that's caused lots of news and problems recently that I think we all know of. Are they just doing this for the lulls or mm. is it just for the attention? One of the, um, one of the big Discord really... channels? Yes. They're nice it's literally guys. They're trolls. They, they're huh. one of them, it truly is. They realize it gets pressed to do it, so they do it. And then there's for other the ones that are just like, I think, nice yeah, guys. they're just kind of, either that or they're even a little bit jealous. They're like, well, why is this? This girl's only doing this because she wants attention and, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know. Or it, people it, only watch her channel because she's, because not, she's doing she's wearing, this. She's like, not wearing clothing. don't watch clothing. it. There's a hundred yeah, other yeah, channels. Yeah, there's a, it's, it's actually a lot of incels as well. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like live stream sure. fails is one of the subreddits, I think, that does this as well. Um, it's, but I think the main problem, as Manda was saying, is that there's no just one unifying like like guideline. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like they're yeah. and, and and when they get banned, like it's just a very like oh you are like the Chung Lee person Kuko, uh, she was the email that they sent her it was violating its guidelines on sexually suggested content or activities. And, Nonsense. But but because but she but she doesn't know what it was. She doesn't know if it was her chat. She doesn't know if it, what she was talking about. She doesn't know if it was because the Chung Lee cosplay was up riding up a little bit high on her legs. She has no idea because they uh -huh. didn't clarify it with her uh -huh. at all. Yeah. They didn't and define exactly. So she, she doesn't know what to do to keep it from happening again. And for some of these people, it's kind of it's their job. Like yeah. this mm -hmm. is what I do professionally, and I you know I scheduled these live streams, and I got a few minutes into it, and then it got canceled. And they don't know how to fix it. Like a three-day suspension is yeah. major for a streamer. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they have. It's not just their followers. It's, it's not just the Twitch as a stream of income either. No, but they're all. Everybody's got a YouTube channel. Everybody's hustling. Everybody's got their Patreon. Everybody's got their website where they have their T-shirts. Something like that disrupts the entire cash flow around the board. That's yeah. horrible. You're and, messing with people's livelihood. Yeah, and one of the girls, like Amanda said, she was in the gym and she was wearing a sports bra and baggy pants. And they suspended her account. For, I think that was the one for like 90 days. It wasn't a mall and it wasn't a restaurant. Well, that one's yeah. funny because specifically in the terms of service, yeah. they say that you're allowed to wear workout attire in a workout space. So oh. you're, wear, yeah. you're allowed to wear a swimsuit if you're by the pool or at exactly. the beach. Yes. Um, but, but they have to be specific. Wow. So the idea that she got banned for... But again... Maybe they didn't ban her because of her attire. Yeah, Maybe we're thinking they're banning her because of the attire, because of all the other But it's their fault for not events. saying it. Exactly. Yeah, they're just not saying she was one of the yet. ones that actually uh, fought it initially. And she, because it was a, I do believe it was a 30 day or a 60 yeah, day ban. Yeah, it was a long It was a long That's So uh -huh. she fought it and it was an algorithm that decided. It wasn't a person who, who overviewed that to begin They need to correct it. Yeah, it, so oh, it came back no. not overturned. It was still not okay. So she fought it again. And she basically said, hey, look, I'm just asking for a person to look at this. And she, she basically thinks that it was the boob police. Mm -hmm. And she thinks that because she is a LGBTQ like, uh, like activist to a degree yeah. mm -hmm. and doesn't shy she away from talking targeted. about more mature things on her channel, none of it is like overly sexual or, or, or bad. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I talk about anything. She goes, so it could have been my chat. And she goes, I went from having hundreds of people in chat to thousands of people in chat very quickly. And she goes, I didn't have the ability to control that. And she goes, I banned people immediately for racist speech and sexist mm -hmm. speech. Mm -hmm. And like, she's like, so I didn't have any control over that for a little while. Yeah, because she I'm, was also working out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, I don't know if it was my chat that did it. I don't know if it was my clothing that did it. I'm not sure what part of this actually got me banned. And then uh, finally, it did get, if memory serves me right, she did actually get it lessened, but yeah. it was still quite yeah. a few days yeah. mm -hmm. of waiting for a human being to overlook that so that it would be possible for her to go back to go to work. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. it's just unfair. Twitch was it, smart. They get on fixing that because uh, there, the there's just problem. so many, yeah, it's it's just so many yeah. people that they have streaming at one time. I mean, and, and if you have a systemic 
you know, if you have an entire group that are just like, oh, hey, look, we're going to do this for one person. And yeah. you have somebody who gets, you know, 200 or 300 reports on them, you know, it, it they automatically, yeah, gets, it automatically yeah. gets done just in case it's and yeah. exactly. Yeah. And unfortunately, they like when it, it is something like that, where it would be best for a person to make that decision. There's some one of the other websites, they end up outsourcing that kind of a thing. Exactly. So it's literally somebody in a call center. Who's gonna like scan it for you? Instagram had an issue with the incubators. I, I don't, and they, they were one of the ones. Was. But it's it's actually in a positive light, not a negative light. So mm. people, uh, you would create like a group of like a hundred or three hundred or a thousand people if you could on Instagram and your friends, like you, or you would say like to all your friends at five o'clock tonight, hashtag t- Taste of Dragons, mm. and then thousands of people would cr- would f- post something with the hashtag Taste of Dragons, which would cause it to trend because mm. the thousands of people yeah. were doing yeah. it, thus giving giving like an arrow. So like. It's like YouTube's trending page. Yeah. If, yeah. Mm-hmm. if your topic is, mm-hmm. is booming on Instagram. and it, it, that, It's gaming the system, right. kind of. Yes. It was gaming the system, and the, they didn't like that incubators were doing that, and that's what they were called, incubators. Yeah. So, like, they got annoyed about it, and they did outsource it because they think it, it is a way to troll the system and make it yeah. so that somebody who has nothing can find, you know. But it was kind of like a positive thing. This is being used in the exact opposite yeah. way. Yeah. Where yeah. it's the same thing, only they're all reporting at the same time. So if a thousand people all say at the same time, this is lewd or, or there's something wrong with it, then auto algorithm goes, oh, wow, a lot of people are reporting this. Let's get this off there. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they can improve the algorithm to be like, oh, this is the same person that's doing all of these reports. So, uh, or maybe uh, maybe all of the reports came in in this period of time. Or uh, or maybe it's the same group of 300 people has reported four different sets uh, right, and right. almost completely at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah, the it, next step. Exactly. There's a hundred ways they can get around that. Otherwise, yeah. you end up going like, if you, if you keep soft banning everybody and just take all the specific content, because it's, over sexualized whatever it didn't work out well for tumblr did it or they could mm. just be really specific about it and be like yeah. hey you can't yeah. wear these things at all yeah. and then yeah. it would be like well I, I i don't necessarily agree with that but then at least i know and i won't yeah yeah if I, want not, to be I think that's the other yeah. one too. it's it's very strategic of them to be intentionally vague oh yeah because then they yeah. can't be called out it, for it, it and that's exactly what it is so I, I'm, it's not like somebody's wearing a bathing suit in their you know in their in on their you know, sofa. On the, on the sofa, exactly. It's yeah. like, no, it's, this person was working out in a gym. She, I think she even said, she was like, I, I've worn shirts on my stream that are shorter than this sports bra. Like, and, and I've had no problems with that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you look at, like, there's, um, you, then you look at other streamers that are doing, like, Just Dance, and they're wearing just completely low-cut uh, shirts. And they're like, you know, I don't, I don't care. I'm, that's perfectly fine. I just don't know why that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then, but what I'm wearing, which is completely appropriate. Is yeah. Not and exactly. I'm sure that, I'm sure that they don't want to be like, look at this other person. They should also get banned. Exactly. Like, don't, don't take it to somebody else as well, but mm-hmm. this shouldn't be the standard. Exactly. There just needs to be some sort of rules or guidelines. It sounds like they're being targeted and they need to look yeah. into uh-huh. those groups mm-hmm. and start shutting them down. That, that are, like Pornhub is going to come in and, and do Pornhub gaming and then just <laughs> knock the heck out of their industry. Uh, they have done that. They actually have said, go. hey, if you want to record yourself, you know, if you guys just want to, you know, they do streaming on our those, program, those kind of you're more than welcome to, to like use Pornhub. Yeah. yeah, they're like, you're more than welcome to use Pornhub if you guys want to just stream games. I mean, you can stream ga- just games. You can stream games with you naked. I don't, we don't care. Yeah. You can you wear whatever welcome. you want. Exactly. We're open to literally anything. <laughs> literally inappropriate term of of Twitch popped into my head for Pornhub's version. I don't think I could say it, so I'm not. No. <laughs> but know that it happened. Uh, all I right. got you. But uh, but yeah, I, I also don't think it's it'd watch. be... 
That's what I thought. You know, that's okay. It's a portmanteau of to watch. That's all it is. Yeah, you you just have to... To watch. Yeah, Yeah, to watch it. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it, it'd be a lot harder to dis, to uh, to get away with with like your wife or your husband. Like, why is Pornhub on your on your yeah. phone? <laughs> well, I was watching somebody play Grand Theft Auto. I need to mine diamonds in Minecraft, and he, she's showing me how. Yeah. <laughs> why is she topless? She's topless. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh. I was paying attention to the game. The game was so good. I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> you laugh, but we definitely would have. Like she's got the best tutorial. What do you want? (laughs) Just be like, you're a creeper. Well, yeah, she's battling them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, we'll see where it goes. It's just, it's just been like so many of those reports have been popping up more recently. Where I mean, this has been a problem going on for a while. I mean, I mean, I remember last year, the year before, there was a lot of like just dance streams where it was just like girls who were like barely hiding anything Mm -hmm. and then they would be dancing and then stuff would pop out and then they would get like a a three-day ban or whatever like that but Mm -hmm. and so i i I get those instances because that's definitely something because this is twitch is owned by amazon yeah so they can't really just be like oh you know we can put anything on twitch because we need to also get advertisers well, and also i don't know if they filter out channels for children i don't know if they've like the, and that's the other thing, channels yeah. i'm sure there's like legal implications mm-hmm. so so I, I totally get them being strict on uncertain standards absolutely but, um, hopefully moving forward they'll be able to find a nice middle ground where people feel safe putting up their content and mm-hmm. and safe twitch watching feels it. safe yeah. with the stuff that's on their videos yeah. exactly mm-hmm. exactly so all right well good tasty topic there amanda yeah. well, thank you yeah thank you Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh. I want to be thanked. Oh, thank you, Troy. Thank, you, thank Troy. you. You're welcome. And thank you, Marlon. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you as well, Zach. All right. And Joe, <laughs> Joe, you have a special thank you. That's the best. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're the best. You know, we, You're welcome. <laughs> we're all the best. But you, know, you Brian. But, yeah. but who's who's the best this week for our Dragon of the Week, Troy? Do, do, do. It's the dragon of the week. You don't have to sneak. It's the dragon of the week. Uh-huh. Come on and take a peek at the dragon of the week. What? So yeah, the dragon of the week is our uh, our chance to put a spotlight on an industry professional oh. um, to just try and uh, bring yeah bring a little light and a little awareness to some people that either we personally uh, have uh, loved and admired or people that we've discovered that we think are cool. So. Yeah. Going to give back to that industry that we're making a podcast about. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got a dragon this week, and it was not someone I was intending to present today, because actually while I was researching my original individual, I came across this gentleman, and I thought, oh, well, I just want to know more about this dude <laughs> <laughs> right now. Like I'm captivated, and before I knew it, I had a brand new dragon of the week. A side dragon. A side, <laughs> yeah, he's my side <laughs> dragon. <laughs> Uh, he's a gamer, a streamer, a writer, advocate, and is honestly making the world a better place. I present oh. the chief operating officer of the Able Gamers Foundation, Stephen Spawn. Ooh. Ooh. Now, Stephen Spawn has SMA, that's spinal muscular atrophy. And when he was in high school, he went to his guidance counselor for, you know, guidance <laughs> on uh, what a career. As one does. <laughs> as yeah. one could. Uh, on uh, what his career outlook would be like post high school. Uh, for someone with his disease. And the counselor pretty much told him, like, uh, you know what? Just 
go home and it, it, it enjoy the years you have left <gasps> uh, wow. in, in your life. And he was wow. like, oh, so you're telling Good me counselor. to just go home and wait to die. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Great. He's like, no, thank you. Oh, um, my goodness. Luckily, Stephen had better plans than that. Turning 39 this year, Stephen has led a life defying the odds and inspiring many along the way. Gradu- graduating with a bachelor's in web design and multimedia, uh, he pretty much fell in love with gaming. Um, one of his friends was uh, telling him about Ultima Online, about this place you can go and kind of live this other life where you could do things that he can't in his current you know state uh, mm-hmm. uh, with his disability. He's like, you know, you, so he adhered to that massive mo- uh, multiplayer game and it drew him in um, and really kind of took him out of, of his situation. But since controlling certain games proved difficult due to his disease, he had to figure out new ways to play. So he had uh, pretty much, he describes uh, having uh, this disability as having to be like MacGyver. And <laughs> you'd be like, I can't, I can't re- reach this or I can't accomplish this. I got to figure out a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to put this together here. Custom. I can't really move my arms. I can't really walk. I can't really, you know, do this. So let me find what I can to make it work. So with video games, he started looking at um, simulator games, flight simulator games and racing simulator games where they have this thing called track AR where you put some yeah. uh, sensors on either a hat or a helmet and then cameras on your screen. And then when you move your head, it's like you're in a cockpit of a plane. You, like, you actually move. You can see out the side window or whatever it may be. And he was like, well, why can't I use that for more than just <laughs> the <laughs> racing simulators and whatnot? Yeah. He like redid the technology so he could use it to actually like function like use a keyboard to type things. Uh-huh. Since he can't really move his hands or his arms, uh, he was able to just look at what he needed to do, and he started translating that fur- further into controlling third-person characters and things like that. And he was just kind of doing it to figure himself out in that moment. But uh, he met up with um, somebody named Mark Barlett who is the founder of the Able Gamers uh, uh, Foundation. And uh, Mark Bartlett started the organization after his wife was attacked with multiple sclerosis. Um, And so the vision for Able Gamers is to ensure that no one with a disability would ever be without answers on how to conquer disabilities and be able to continue enjoying one of the world's largest pastimes, which is video games. Yeah. So it was this vision that really kind of shaped uh, Steven Spawn, and uh, he joined their squad. And uh, it shaped him into the guy that he is today, someone who streams not for views, but so that people with disabilities, to show people that people with disabilities do game and can stream on Twitch, you know, yeah. if they want. Um, so he streams games, showing others how to game despite physical setbacks. Uh, he even goes further than that to go ahead and meet with developers um, to give them feedback on how they can design their games to be more accessible. Um, and and uh, so he has worked... Um, with Guitar Hero. He was like, oh. so they're like, how could we help you um, make this game easier? He's like, well, can it be one button? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, we could. We could totally do that. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's trying to get with more yeah. and more developers on the ground level so that he doesn't have to, you know, jerry-rig something together to make a game accessible. Uh-huh. It can be accessible right out the gate, which is great. 
even to the point where he got with Xbox to, re to create an entirely new controller called the adaptive Xbox adaptive controller, which is two big buttons. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. It's really yeah. cool looking. It's so yeah. cool. And it, it, it helps so many different uh, people with, with different types of disabilities mm -hmm. uh, and accessibility point to get in there and play. He's yeah. played the entirety, or he's still working on the entirety of um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is like one of the longest games ever made. <laughs> And it's just amazing that he is able to get in there and play that game with, you know, all, all of these uh, special adaptive controllers and whatnot. Yeah. And it's not that the controller is not just two big buttons. It's a right. it's like a hub in the middle and you can buy a, a bunch of different things that will plug into this. So whatever your disability is, mm -hmm. you can use something that yeah, they have for you. It's, it, custom. it's like yeah, it's, it's custom but like pre-made custom like, exactly yeah. yeah like the two the big title, buttons it's, it's adaptive yeah it's made <laughs> for you to make this thing work yeah. yeah those two big buttons you can put on the floor and you can hit them with your feet if, yeah. you, if that's what yeah. you can use you yeah. know <laughs> and so that that's really been his his passion to to not only advocate for awareness but also to try and make change yeah. out there um, in 2018, he was recognized at the Video Game Awards, which is when I first saw him last year. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know much about him at the time. Uh, he won the Global Gaming Citizen Award. If you remember, there were a lot of commercials about uh, one dude in Africa who made like a game about energy conservation, and it, Facebook was kind of running it. And so he was one of those stories as well, and he ended up um, being recognized for his work in, in this area, in gaming. Oh, nice. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I really wanted to pick him just because I was kind of floored uh, as to his, his tenacity, his ingenuity, his passion for gaming. I listened to a couple of podcasts uh, where he was uh, featured on, and it, it's really cool just to see uh, how he operates and, and, um, and, and inspiring, nonetheless. Um, he has a quote to, to end uh, our dragon, uh, which I thought was really lovely. Um, he says, uh, every part of what I do professionally and personally is forever molded by the relationships I've made and experiences I've been privileged enough to partake in. And it's all thanks to, to, the, decision, to the decision to invest in something larger than myself. Oh, that's nice. nice. I like and it. I think yeah. that's some super kind words. That is. That deer would really like those words. That deer would be like, dude, you win. <laughs> all my mixtapes. Yes. Yeah, exactly what I was about to say. Here's all my mixtapes. You know what? I'm just going to be live. I'm just going to chill back here with some, no, with he's some gonna drums. Be like, he's going to be like, do you have a mixtape? <laughs> I'm down. I've always been astounded at that crossover of, uh, of people with disabilities yeah. or, or somebody who's had brain trauma or injuries or right. nerve damage. Just there's always been a huge, or at least the last 20 years or so, been a huge crossover in how the tech from the gaming industry has gone to help. Uh, I, I, I worked in a prosthetic limbs place, and, and mm -hmm. a lot of the electronics from prosthetic limbs, the controlling of them came from gaming industries. Really? From experimenting early on with uh, early versions of VR and things like that, how to make things react to you just kind of moving and twitching and... We've right. been able to retrain like, people's brains to function limbs afterwards yeah. using video games. Take, take what yeah. you are able so, with and yeah. then emphasize that. And, yeah, and, and reinforce the nerve. That's cool. Yeah, and it rebuilds people's entire like nervous structures and things like that. So. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah, Steven Spawn out there making it happen. Nice. And it's, it's Spawn, not like Spawn the... Uh, <laughs> the comic? <laughs> the comic. <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's or S, mean, yeah it S, could S, be. It, I mean, yeah. I, I, who am I to know? Yeah. He's you, regenerating. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't just spawn this new controller. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right, well, well, nice dragon of the week there, Troy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get angry with it. It's the other yeah. way to <laughs> <laughs> Just like in Be Kind, you just got to get angry with it. That's how you win. <laughs> get better. <laughs> no, write nice letters. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, they don't know you're yelling at them. <laughs> get better. Well, he didn't write in all caps. <laughs> that just means you're being forceful with them getting better. And it's Be Kind, not Be Forceful. Yeah. <laughs> In parentheses, no, p- please be forceful. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, unfortunately, that, that brings us to the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a trip, this entire, this entire podcast. Uh, I bet you didn't expect so much singing. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe no, you did, yeah. <laughs> you know who's on this. <laughs> But uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by our friends at 3000 Brigade. That was new. I don't know. It just came out. It's fine. It's new. It's fine. Just what came out. You change things up. And then also, we have some online things, right, Troy? Uh, yeah, check us out uh, throughout the week on um, our different social media platforms. Uh, we have an Instagram where we do a couple of uh, features every week to keep the conversation going in fun, unique ways. And lo and behold, we have an entirely new social media presence. Our new, brand new mascot dragon, Todd. 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 The Taste of Dragons dragon. And oh. ever since Todd showed up, we've been showing up on more social medias. That's right. I mean, uh, Todd's been talking to you, uh, Mandy, about different places. Where's yeah. Todd been popping up? Uh, Todd's really big on Facebook and and uh, very, very big on, on the Twitter. Uh, uh, Todd's in charge of, of telling me about the news for the oh. week. So if you check out Twitter, uh, you'll see a bunch of Todd. And if you keep close eye out, you may see some new Todd stuff in the future. Ooh. That's right. Ooh. I like it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, this week's uh, what was it? Reminiscing of of the of of this week's game thing. of the week. Yeah, uh, this week's uh, uh, this week in gaming history, we took a look at Scribble Knots, which came out which came out ten years ago oh. on September fifteenth, two thousand nine. Yeah, uh, I remember playing that game right out the gate. Everybody was playing dressing that game room. Right out the yeah, game. and I never made it out of the loading screen. I never <laughs> actually played the game. I was just in their sandbox mode. And I didn't even realize it until we were talking this week and Marlon, <laughs> like, you mentioned there was an actual game to that part. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like a story mode. You yeah. what? It's, like, it's like puzzle elements. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like limits you. Like your, like your uncle's of. farm or something. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, hey, I need to cross this thing. I wonder what would help me with that. Did, did yeah. your grandpa die? Did it start with your grandpa die? Oh. No, it's Isn't that no, how it's not Funky a, Barn started? Game. Yes. Oh, oh God. my goodness. Funky Barn. <laughs> it's, not, it's also, you know, Harvest Moon or... <laughs> Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. Or Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, check us out on, on all those fun things. And also, tasteofdragons.com. Uh, we've been posting things. We're going to be updating that website as well. Yeah, we're in a new era here. Yeah. On Taste of Dragons. And it's exciting. Yeah. Glad it's it- you are all on board. Yeah, it's our, our experimental phase where we wow. see what, what what works. It's going to get weird. Yeah. So <laughs> Taste of Dragons, it's going to get weird. Tagline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as always, my name is Brian. I'm Troy. Amanda. I'm Joe. And our guest of the week, a guest of dragons, our G.O.D.s, our gods of the week. Oh. Marlent. Zach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marlon and Zach. Woo. Woo, woo. Nicely done, guys. Thank you guys for coming on and being with us. No problem. Thank you for having us. Yeah, well, thank you. 
Maybe well, it would be a little Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank, thank you. Seriously, though, no, thank you guys for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. you so yeah. much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm going to say you're welcome to you, Zach. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Thank you for saying you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, you're for welcome. thank you. <laughs> and uh, that was this week's Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.